0: We are outdoor ladies who hunt, fish, camp, and more, all while working in conservation. I am Julia Plugi with the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. And I'm Rachel Alice with the Iowa Department of Natural Resources. And I am Tana Wagner with the Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks. And we want to see you outdoors. Welcome back to She Goes Outdoors. As you all know, what our listeners say and hear out in the field is very important to us. And with that being said... We continually ask our listeners for topic suggestions. You guys know at the end of every episode or almost every episode, we ask you to send in your questions, send in your comments for us. We will find an expert and bring them to you. And we have done just that this week. So your curiosity is our curiosity. And we pulled from the bank of questions you asked. And this topic has been one of our top requested topics, actually. And that is, how do you really go outdoors?
1: We have all been there. That moment when duty calls when we're outdoors, when you're on a hike two miles away from any sort of bathroom and you just have to go. Another big point is when you're sitting in the deer blind and you just can't get out of the deer blind and leave. Or if you're laid up in all of those layers trying to stay warm and your body decides it's time to go and then you got to get rid of 20 layers. (laughs) For sure
2: listeners we are so excited to have you today uh rachel in iowa tana in kansas and we have a new voice on on the mic this this week uh kayla nebraska we're so excited to have you julia had to skip out this week so we're we're nice it's nice to hear another voice but yeah we've all been paddling down a river and all of a sudden you get that oh nature calls um we are so excited this week we're gonna have our guest on about going in the field, pun intended. Um, Christy, so Uh, nice to have you back on the mic. How are you today?
3: I'm doing really well. Just came off of a uh, Becoming an Outdoors Woman Beyond deer hunt this last weekend. We were in North Platte, and uh, we uh, had uh, four brand-new women deer hunters out this weekend, and and, uh, just what a fabulous time. And, uh, of course, all women these are things that you have to deal with you know it's uh, um you know we've been going outdoors for years and years and years before uh indoor plumbing was created and I've always thought that uh, if I ever went back in time I-, I would love it I would love living back in time and everything but I really don't think in the long run I want to give up indoor plumbing <laughs> I think that's that one necessity that it's like, you know, especially if you've been out, you know, because I've been gone on a hunting trip with nothing for seven full days. And, boy, I tell you what, that first shower, that first bathroom, that's the first thing I've got on my mind is i got to get cleaned up Um, because we've done it a couple times where we're, I mean, it's a full week without anything. And uh, um, I couldn't imagine uh, how the women in the day's, Uh, took care of the things that they took care of, you know, back in the 1800s or even before.
0: I know. I remember, like, in junior high and elementary school when we were all kind of learning about what would happen at puberty and – Um, you know, just kind of different bodily functions. And I remember reading about like how ancient Egyptians used to handle like the female cycle and everything and just being shocked and horrified at what I would learn about what people had to do and go through. So um, it'll be interesting to chat with an expert today. And obviously we have some more modern conveniences that we can take advantage of. Listeners, if you recognize the melodious sound of Christy's voice, that's because Christy joined us in the past on the She Goes Outdoors video. She helped us with our outdoor cooking. I was just telling Christy that every time I use my cast iron, I think of her because she showed us how to take care of those and use them and season them. And um, so we really appreciate you coming back and joining us, Christy. You're one of our experts that we like to pull that you know so much about so many different things. So we definitely appreciate you joining us.
3: And I'm I'm laughing to wonder that you think I'm an expert about this subject. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, it, it is one of those things. It's like, you know, when you got to go, you got to go, just like Kayla said. Um, and so um, I thought, okay, what words are we going to use in this podcast? And honestly, we're just going to say it's the three Ps. These are the things we have to deal with. Periods, poop, and pee. And, uh, you know, and unlike men, you know, they don't have to deal with that first one. And so it it comes with a whole new set of circumstance. And I can remember times being in the blind where I literally had to leave. I couldn't hunt because I had to deal with some of these issues. So hopefully we can guide you along the way, give you some tips here and there. Um, The amount of products that are out there now are just way beyond Uh, What I can imagine, I wish I would have had some of these things when I was younger uh, because it would have kept me in the field longer.
1: Definitely, and nowadays they're even coming out with even new things. I mean, a couple years ago when I was little, we didn't have that sort of thing. So it's definitely exciting and a game changer.
3: Exactly, and it was funny how uh, just the other day, and, you know, we're just – Kind of prepping, I'm going through some of this old material, and um, and on Facebook, an ad popped up, and it was uh, some ladies who had invented these pants that zipped from the crotch all the way to the back, and so you could just open up the area with your zipper, um, and you know which I think that's a great great invention, you know, but there's a few things that come with it. Well, and one is is okay if you do that, then obviously you'd have to go commando. Because <laughs> you've got to get get your you know your undergarments out of the way. Um, also, the the pants, which looked fantastic, um, they were really meant for warm weather days. You know, hiking and you know being you know even kayaking things like that. Um, and then I got on the uh, uh, I think it's called SheFly, is the name of the company, and I got online to check it out and those pants. 168 dollars for one pair <laughs> that well i'm out <laughs> I'll, I'll pull my pants down <laughs> so um but you know things like that when it comes to women's products and i've always uh, kind of done this especially with women hunting gear when they make women's specific gear for you know for women for hunting things like that it's going to cost a lot more because those companies are smaller um, some of us give up and say just, oh, whatever, I'll buy the men's gear and just deal with it. Um, but I think as as women, outdoors women, we need to support those small companies, you know. And, yes, maybe they'll be a little bit more expensive, not that $168 kind, but, you know, maybe $20 more or something like that. But uh, those companies need us um, to help them survive. So uh, I think it's a good thing that we, we do promote them and buy their products, so. Okay, so I'm going to go with what happens in the podcast, stays in the podcast. So we've got some, you know, interesting interesting, you know, taboo things that we want to talk about, but we need to do that.
1: So the first topic I think we should hit there, the first of the three Ps is periods.
3: Yep. Um, so it's, you know, how do I take care of feminine hygiene outdoors? And the other thing is that, you know, how do I protect the environment? You know, so that's a big thing, too, that we want to make sure that we follow those leave no trace principles um, because we want to plan ahead and prepare. Um, we want to make sure that we dispose of our waste properly. Uh, we want to respect the wildlife, you know, and be considerate of other visitors. You know, don't just go out in the open. You know, <laughs> Most men do. They just kind of stand by a tree and, you know. Not a big deal. It's a little bit more complicated for, for women. Um, so you know we've got to deal with the whatever you want to call it, the curse or uh, you know we have to have to deal with it. Um, one of the ways though um, for you know women who are happen to be on uh, birth control, if you're planning a trip, um, sometimes you actually can skip your period um, by um, extending your week on birth control things like that Um, I had to do that when I got married (laughs) it was like oops (laughs) and uh, so you know so if you are on on something like that then you can you know alter that so that kind of is a helpful thing Um,
1: kind of going back to leave no trace that disposing of waste that's really important especially for us ladies just remembering that digging those cat holes if you are going number two or Um, being 200 yards away from water and really knowing kind of how far away that 200 yards is because it looks a lot farther than what you would actually think. So just remember that and remembering that if you are using any toilet paper or any other hygiene products that you're packing those out with you, you can't bury those because they don't um, dispose or decompose properly out there. Um, And then if you do want to use any water, make sure you bring that in with you because you can't really find any water out there. So, just kind of keep those in mind and make sure you're remembering your shovel and remembering an extra Ziploc bag for those hygiene products you got to take out with you.
3: Okay. And a cat hole. Yes. Explain a cat hole because you said that and some of our listeners not might now might not know what that is.
1: Definitely. So, it's Kind of namesake explains a little bit about what it is. So a cat bury or digs a hole, poops, and then covers it up, and that's essentially what a cat hole is for us. So you dig a hole about six to eight inches deep, do your business, and then cover it right back up. So when um, you go in number two, that's important. Number one, not so important to dig that cat hole.
2: So Kayla, yeah, have you ever had to dig
1: a cat hole? Definitely. Yeah. It's uh, something you have to plan for in advance. So think if you're going out in the spring when the ground's still frozen, trying to dig a cat hole is going to take you a little bit. So if you got to go and you got to go now, just kind of plan in advance for digging that cat cat hole. But um, I've been on backpacking trips where you've been out for several days. And when you're, like I said in the beginning, you're out two, three days, there's no bathroom to hike two, three days back. So you got to got to be prepared.
2: And there's some really impressive products on the market that are that are little shovels that just pack down little trowels that pack down so that they really don't take up much space in your bag. But you you made a great point um as you're packing, you want to make sure you throw in a couple extra Ziploc containers. Mm-hmm. Uh personally I like the pint size because you know once one's full you can just kind of throw it to the bottom of your pack and forget about it until you're done. Um, but not only are you packing in you know if you choose to use toilet paper or something like that but then you're packing out the used so whatever whatever is being used is coming back without you so i always throw a couple extra ziplocks with me just in case um because if if you can help pick up some other trash along your trip um even better but that way you're at least covering yourself so yeah um i lived up in in the Colorado Rockies for six, six weeks at a time and, and we would have to pack in, pack out everything. And, and you got really good at digging cat holes. And, and another thing is you don't want to dig a cat hole where there was another cat hole, right? You got to find your own spot because um, especially up, up in the higher tundra, that that ground is so, um, <clears throat> it's so affected by just just normal tromping of, of walking um you know you look at those flowers they're tiny and they're trying to pick up as much light so that they can survive so by spreading out you know you kind of have a a, if you will a forest uh to to use instead of just one area that everyone uses so just something to think about as you're out but um good tips for leave no trace and and all that so thanks
0: tana I've got to work up to uh, sharing my poop stories, but I know Christy started us out with um, kind of period protocol. And she mentioned being able to um, kind of take the next week in your birth control to force skip your period. And that's something that works really well um, in the short term, especially, but there can potentially be some long-term negative health effects of that. If you were to continue to do it for a long trip or do it repeatedly. And I remember something I struggled with when I worked for the fish crew at Kansas state university, was um we would go out like every week and we would be in the water all day or we would be in waiters, and it was you know we didn't get a ton of bathroom breaks and so i really struggled with that and my friend told me about that trick and i would do it but i was like man i don't really want to do this for you know a long long time and keep this up so christy can you tell us what are some other methods or products that you can use to kind of manage your period while in the field
3: you bet um and one of the things that i wish i would have known about this um, they literally have they're called menstrual cups Um, Some people call them a diva cup, Um, and it's actually, you know, you look at it and you think this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It kind of looks like a funnel, but the end of the funnel is closed, and um, it's a a rubbery material, um, and literally you will just fold it, fold it up. I'm not sure how. I've not used one. (laughs) I don't know if you ladies have used one, Um, but it will literally hold your period in place, no leakage, anything like that for, I don't know, how long. I mean, it would be like all day. And then you would remove the cup, and then you would rinse out the cup, you know, clean it up. And, you know, of course, it's made in really good material that, you know, it's not going to, um, once you rinse it out, it's like the the. It's a BPA, silicone. Like a silicone. Yep. So it doesn't stick to it. And so this would be a way that you could go an extended period of time You know without having to worry about the changing changing out your tampon changing out your pad you know all of those things that it will hold everything in and do you know how many hours like 12 hours maybe
1: it really depends so they make different sizes so you can get smaller ones or bigger ones and kind of whatever your body needs some people need those bigger ones some people need the littler ones um so you can get different sizes there and it really kind of depends on your flow too so if you have a bigger cup with a lighter flow you can go longer or if you have a bigger cup with a heavy flow you may need to change it more often and kind of disclaimer with these is they take a little bit to get used to it's not something that you can just get it and go you got to experiment with it I a would little think bit so. <laughs> yeah because you you got to get that seal perfect otherwise it it won't seal so it, it takes a little bit to get used to so if you're thinking about jumping into this, Give it it a couple months. It's not going to be perfect those first couple weeks, um, but they do really help. And there's a
0: couple cool things about that. You know, you could potentially avoid toxic shock syndrome from having your, like, tampon in for too long or something like that. Um, I remember hearing stories about that when I was young and first learning how to use period products and was like, that's the most terrifying thing I've ever heard. Um, They're also environmentally friendly in the sense that they're reusable. You just, like you said, they're made of silicone and you can wash them out. And then also, um, if the idea of you know hiking around and carrying like a clear Ziploc bag full of used period products maybe grosses you out and you don't love the visual of that, this is one way to just kind of um, you know rinse that out, reuse it, pop it back into place, and you are good to go.
3: And and talking about you know reusable products, things like this, and and kind of this kind of goes back to that that olden days, what do those, those women use? You know, they're, they're using rags and rinsing them out and, and I uh, couldn't even imagine. But they do have washable, reusable pads that you can purchase, and there's a lot of them. And they even have, I just came across, they actually have a what they call like a wipe cloth, um, and it is um, something you can wipe with, you could keep it in your, your pack, and then you can um, go home later and wash it and reuse them. Um, so, uh, so you have both of those uh, products available, so then you can, you, and then you're not worried about carrying toilet paper and, and leaving those things behind. Um, so they do carry those, and that's an interesting product. I've never used it, and I've also been seeing underwear that are made mm-hmm. specifically for that. Yep. So, um, and it's, I don't know, <laughs> my, my, my. I'm, I'm out on that one right now, but I, I don't know what that would be like, You know uh, how absorbent they are, how they work, uh, but there's a lot of them out there, a lot of those products, and you're seeing them pop up all the time.
1: My friend just had a baby, and she has these, they're postpartum underwear, but they're absorbent underwear that absorbs all that. And she says that it, it does wick it away pretty well that you don't feel it until it's getting full, then it starts feeling kind of that you're, you wet your pants type feeling. Um But she says it works, so maybe give it a shot. Yeah,
3: I think it would be worth trying. Um, And then (laughs) make sure there's a little clip on here. Um, Like when you're using products to wipe with, um, you know, they sell, you know, the little packets, like the moistened packets. And make sure that when you buy the moistened packets, they're specifically made for that because you definitely don't want to wipe with a, you know, a regular like face wipe or a, like a hand towelette. It might sting just a little bit. You don't want to be using those. So, you know, buy, the, buy the, the wipes that are specifically made for that. Okay. Oh, and then also when we were talking about tampons, you know, and carrying in and carrying out, um, buy the tampons that don't have the applicators. Um, so they come without the applicators. So now all you have is just the, the plastic covering or whatever that goes on it, and you're not packing out a bunch of cardboard at the end of your trip. Um, so they do they do sell those.
0: I've never seen those before without the applicators. That's cool.
3: Um, OB um, is the brand. OB doesn't have applicators. Uh, so you talk about, like, uh, the go-bag supplies, you know. Um, so, you know, you need a bag, like I said, a bag to hold everything, your toilet paper, d- deodorizer, disposable bags, and they do have a lot of, Uh, products that are specifically made, you know, you have the poop bags for your pets, um, and they sell these as well. Um, And a lot of trailheads actually have, you know, places to to dispose of that. Um, So when you pack that in, you know, you don't necessarily have to be carrying that around with you for an entire week, that there are places specifically for those bags that, that you can dispose of. Let's see. And then have a little thing it says commercial commercial toilet bag kits such as biffy bag wag bag and rest stop include everything you need to contain deodorize and discard your weights each leak leak proof bag contains a measure of a product called poo powder that neutralizes odor while breaking down your poo into a gel and then they may be thrown into um, any trash can at about three dollars a use now uh This I put this presentation back, and we said it was 10 10 years years ago. (laughs) And so I'm sure there's a lot more products out there than there was um, 10 years ago, but that's some of the things. And you can actually make your own homemade uh, bags. Um, You can uh, poop directly into an open trash bag or a coffee can. Uh, A girlfriend of mine in her uh, deer stand, she has an ice cream bucket, and she puts cat litter in the bottom. And mostly the cat litter is there for splashes. <laughs> so it it cuts down on those splashes when she's going, and that's what she used. So you can do the same, um, throw in some baking soda, kitty litter, or um, store-bought, like, RV tank deodorizer or the poo power powder. Um, you can... I have a friend of mine who does this. I'm just like, I don't think I'd want to watch. But (laughs) this is her thing, that she does, um, she poops onto a paper target, such as a coffee filter, a newspaper, or a paper plate, or even a paper lunch sack. But she does it on a paper plate, and then she slides it into a big Ziploc bag. (laughs) Um, And then you just transfer it um, as you go back. But uh, but my friend uh, Janice... She sits in a blind all day long, and that's what she does. So I'm like, okay. (laughs) Because sometimes you can't leave your blind, depending on where you're at. You know, you're hunting, you've got a lot of pressure going on, and you cannot step out of that blind. So um, you kind of uh, need to come up with some inventive things so you don't have to uh, walk out. So Um,
1: there's a lot of different kind of products out there, different solutions. So this really can be tailored to whatever you are comfortable with, whatever you really need to do, Um, stuff that's lighter, stuff that's bulkier, stuff that works um, kind of for those who aren't as um, squeamish or those who are very squeamish and not wanting to deal with it. So just kind of like Google, Pinterest, look online, follow some Instagram pages, Facebook pages, and kind of figure out what works for you because there's a lot of options out there.
3: Definitely. So, and then one important thing, you know, we're going to talk, we're going to go into the pee thing because that's going to be something that we're going to do a lot. Um, and uh, But the biggest thing that we want to make sure that we are do when we're out in the outdoors is to keep yourself hydrated. Um, and, you know, I know I've kind of gone for periods of times where I don't drink when I'm in the deer stand because I, you know, I'm really only going to be in there probably about three hours and I don't want to have to. Uh, go in that three-hour period. So I don't drink a lot. I probably should. I'm sure there's times I've made myself a little dehydrated because of it, but always make sure I go directly before I climb in the stand. Um, but make sure that when you're properly hydrated, you want to make sure that your urine is actually clear or, or yellow. Um, the darker it is, it is, the more dehydrated you are. And so um, I wouldn't run that risk of getting yourself, you know, too dehydrated. Um, And so make sure that you do that, you know, keep the water with you. Okay. So we're going to talk about just some basic things. Um, (laughs) uh, Where do I go? You know, general area, you know, we kind of talked about that a little bit, uh, but uh, we're just going to kind of stop with the basics and and, uh, want to make sure that you're at least – 200 feet from water, like you said before, um, and try to do it with a bit of privacy if you can. Um, so we, we actually have some um, a list on here um, about, like, different positions. Um, so we have the standard squat. <laughs> um, you can lean up against a tree um, with the squat so you don't fall over, which when you have a lot of clothes on, it is really easy to fall over, and you definitely don't want to land in whatever you've just done. Um, I taught my daughter when she was little. Uh, we would be out, and I know there was a couple times. If you have littles, you're literally cradling them and holding them <laughs> and saying "go" <laughs> and trying to get them to go, and which it, it gets a little bit complicated. So, but when you've got littles, it's a lot different. You know, with the boys, it was like just go outside, you know, and they okay, and um, and always, I always remembered at the end of our campfire, and we'd have all these boys, and it was like, okay, guys, put out the fire and I see like ten little butts peeing into the fire, you know, because they would just go. And uh, this is when they were really young, but for the girls, it gets a little bit more complicated. Um, so I had a spot uh, at this uh, our property that we had before we had a bathroom, and we found this really nice log. That was uh, didn't have any bark. it was all very smooth. and I would just have her slide over to the end um, and it actually had another tree so she could hang onto it so she wouldn't fall backwards. and then we kept a little coffee can there that we had our, our toilet paper in and uh, and we had a hole. and so she was able to just slide off the end. Um, and a lot of times I prefer I, I try to look for a log because I don't I don't want to fall over and have to squat and you know you know I don't really like accidentally peeing on my shoes. So they also have another one. I laughed about this one. Um, It's kind of like a tree hugger. So now you're holding the tree and leaning against the tree, but they actually have a product. It's like a big belt. It's called a strap and crap. (laughs) I just thought that was funny. Somebody marketing genius there. Um, So you can do that. (laughs) Um, But honestly, probably when it comes to to peeing um and we don't and honestly we don't have to suffer um on penis envy anymore cuz like i said the boys can go anywhere um you know the world is their their fire hydrant <laughs> and they can go anywhere um is using uh, what we call fuds and they're female urination devices and honestly i found on a, um I was doing some searching, and I actually found a list that said the top 10 best FUDs on the market. So there's literally a top 10 list. And um, one of the things is basically the devices are the same, same principle. I mean, it's imitating a penis. So you can stand and go. And you can stand, um, just go standing up. Um, some of them are disposable. Um, a lot of them are reusable. Um, they have a lot of different ones, and we've even had uh, classes where we've made our own, um, and then you can make your own out of, like, a milk jug. Um, I happen to like the one, and it happened to be the number one on that top ten. Um, it's called the P-Style. Um, and the reason I like the P-Style, because it's a, it's a very rigid plastic. Um, there's another one called the Go Girl, and it's kind of rubbery. And to me, if I'm trying to just... And literally to use it, you're literally unzipping your pants and sliding it up and under into place. Um, and and then you just you stand and go. It's fairly easy. Uh, with with that P-style, because the way it's shaped toward the back, um, once you're done, as you're pulling it out, it's actually catching that excess, you know, so you don't have to wipe. Um, so it actually catches the excess urine. Um, it's made out of the, a really good plastic, kind of like the, what are the bottles? Um,
0: like BPA-free?
3: Thank you. <laughs> I knew there was a, <laughs> it's like, so it's that kind of a, a, a plastic. So literally the urine doesn't even stick to the plastic. Um, so once you use it, you shake it off. Um, I always make sure I carry water with me and I pour the water in there and just shake it off, and the water just beads off and comes up, and I just carry mine in a little, uh, like a plastic pencil case, just with a little zipper, and throw it in there. Um, the P-Style actually does have a, a case that you can buy, um, and it's actually made where you can clip it on the outside of your belt and carry it like a cell phone. I was like, I don't think I'm doing that. <laughs> Nobody knows what it is, but uh, I thought that was kind of funny. But uh, they have just all kinds of brands, um, and it's really, really easy Um, You can use, like, an automotive funnel, but but to me, the bigger funnels are kind of intended. You're going to have to drop everything to go, and uh, and it's like, well, if I'm going to do that, I might as well just squat and go, Um, so that's why I think these FUDs work really good because this time of year in the winter, I've got layers and layers on, and I typically wear coveralls. When it gets super cold, anytime it's, you know, below 30, I'm going to be wearing a big pair of coveralls. And anybody knows if you've got to go to the bathroom and I have to take off my coveralls, and then I've got long johns, and I've got all this other stuff, and you've got straps all over the place, it's impossible to try to go to the bathroom. And um, not a lot of the women's coveralls have that extra zipper on on the bottom that zips up. Um, you know, so there entail, hopefully some of those women coveralls do that. I do have a pair that don't, you know, they don't. So I have to zip all the way down um, to get to that zipper. But for the men's coveralls, you know, you've got a zipper there. Um, and then it's not too hard to kind of pull everything out of the way, slide it in and just go. And it has been an absolute godsend. I wish I would have had this 30 years ago. It would have been nice. But um, I'm a big um, proponent of it. Um, and the, and then the P-Style Oxtel comes in two sizes. Um, so they have one that's a little longer and then one that's a little shorter. Um, and I know the short one I cannot use in the wintertime because it's not long enough, but it's fabulous for um, summer when I don't have as many clothing on. Um, it's my kayak one. And I carry that with me uh, when I have my kayak. And because. You know how many kayak trips have we been on middle of the river and there's no bush there's no there's nothing it's sandbars and nothing and so it's kind of nice to just be able to just kind of you know nonchalant stand somewhere and go and nobody even realizes what you're doing no different than what the guys do
0: so one of the things that i have heard about those fud's is that um and I, rachel i don't know if it was you or julia that recommended uh, practicing in the shower first, because on some of them, just based on like the shape or the size of the like basin, you can flood them if you're just really going for it. So I've heard that the best thing to do is to practice in the shower. And I haven't personally tried one yet. Um, but just a tip there.
3: Yeah. And they do recommend The companies even recommend that you do that. And, uh, um, and I would do it if you're going to do it, uh, and practice in the shower. Be fully clothed and just be prepared if something goes wrong um, because it's like, okay, I'm going to stand in the shower and go, you know, you need to know what it's like to slide it in with your clothing on um, and and figure out where that is and how it works. And um, I know I didn't do that. I just took a chance. (laughs) I just (laughs) took a chance and used it out in the field and it was really easier than I thought it would be
0: listeners you'll have to write in and let us know if uh, your significant other or friend or roommate happens to walk in on you fully closed in the in the bathtub with a funnel we want to know how they react to that (laughs) so
3: (laughs) i know the first time i used it um i literally i'm going to confess here i peed on my husband's tire on his truck and we're standing and he comes around the corner, he goes, Really? <laughs> and I just laughed. I go, Well, you do it. <laughs> so like power uh, move. <laughs> so that was my that was my first time um that I did it and he just he just laughed at me. So um but we're talking also like dressing for success and things like that and uh you know, you don't really need any specialty clothing you know, when you're in in the woods. But like I said, there is other articles besides that zipper pair um, that I was talking about. They have hiking shorts are really nice. Um, And I kind of like the skirts, the hiking skirts, um, because it's kind of a little bit easier to kind of get to things and you're not hiking anything up. Athletic shorts also because you're just sweeping things to the side. Um, I know they've made some pants that have, like, the the material kind of crisscrosses. Um, in the middle, and then you're able to, you know, open up the bottom. Um, I have seen those before as well. You can actually kind of in, uh, you can actually cut your own fly, maybe in a pair of underwear, um, if they're hard to get down. Um, I, I've made that mistake a couple times, uh, that you're grabbing all your clothes, and uh, is, you think you have everything, and then you miss one article of clothing. <laughs> um, and so that can be a little bit embarrassing, and then, you know, um i've actually had to cut a pair off because they were soaked nothing else was soaked except for those and so i threw those in a Ziploc bag i <laughs> just cut them off and i go this cuz i can i couldn't i'd have to take everything off just to get to them so um but those you know we have those mishaps um those times where uh we had to go home early and things like that and so hopefully with some of these tips that You can take home and and think about and maybe try um so you can stay as long as you can in the woods and enjoy yourself
0: yeah i have to admit um i uh was in a situation where i think i may have been developing a uti unfortunately and was um going out hunting and i actually borrowed um A not a used a a new, but an adult diaper basically because you know when you're you got like a UTI coming on and you feel the urge and it's not necessarily very much pee, but you just kind of have that recurring urge and I was like man you know I was mentoring someone I didn't want to tell them I didn't want to climb up and down out of the tree sand so um you know that's an option too if you're in a situation like that or um, maybe you've given birth somewhat recently and you're still kind of getting over those things definitely definitely something to look into nothing to be ashamed of i know folks that just every time they go hunting they wear an adult diaper and if that's your jam do it
3: yeah i agree i agree and uh i know uh i'm you know as as being an older woman um not having to deal with some of the things that i had to in the past has been you know great freedom and and again if i would have known about the things that are available now. Back then, uh, life would have been so much better for me, um, and uh, extended those trips because I have had those times where I was just, I'm done. I've got to, I've got to leave, and uh, I had to go home, or I had to pack up and go back to camp. And, you know, unfortunately, it's like if I could have learned to avoid that, knowing the things that I know now would be would be fabulous.
2: And we've talked a lot about you know hike or excuse me hunting specifically, but um, back to Chrissy, your comment about uh, kayaking, right? Um, when I spent a lot of time in in Southeast Asia, and a very common thing for travelers would just be like a, a sarong, and and most people assume that's like you know you're going swimming or something, and it is great, but that that piece of equipment is it was like the greatest discovery because you suddenly can change anywhere Mm -hmm. you can wrap it around and suddenly you can go to you can pee anywhere um like you know it was suddenly you you had like a, a door that you could shut at any moment um and and it was it was wonderful so um something else to think about depending on where you're looking to pee um might might change i have good friends that Enjoy UTV and ATVing and, uh, and struggle with the whole squatting thing. So, um, there's actually a toilet seat that you can get that hooks onto a hitch. Oh, so yeah. I seen those. So you come back your UTV, ATV, whatever it may be into your private, you know, spot, dig your cat hole, and then you sit on your toilet seat and, and, you know, it'll mimic. So similar to your log that you used with your, with your daughter. Um, kind of gives you that same feel when I was in the backcountry, um, similar to your bucket we had a bucket it had you know the the it wasn't kitty litter but it had a, a some sort of substances basically broke down the, the um, your poop and pee and and it would actually solidify it so that it was something that you could pack out but we had a five gallon bucket and a toilet seat they got moved 200 feet from the water source, and that was just our bathroom. And then, you know, every seventh person was lucky enough that they got to tie it up <laughs> and put a new bucket out, which was, you know, unlucky seven. So, um, yeah, th- there's an there's amazing amount of options and things once you get into activities. Something I never even thought about was, like, rock climbing, what, what do you do if you're on a multi pitch climb and y- you spent the whole day climbing and, and now you got to pee? Um, you know, something that, that doesn't cross my mind any day, but now having this conversation, um, has. So, so if listeners are interested, you know, companies like REI, um, have wonderful blogs about this topic. Um, I found this, a website called exploringwild.com and this woman's a through hiker and she, um, just talks about all sorts of different things, whether it's packing in and out with toilet paper or actually just using a P rag, which is, is pretty common once you get into multi-day, um, hikers. So just, just a wealth of knowledge out there.
0: Uh, one of the other cool products that I've seen recently, if like privacy is more of your main concern and you're not too worried about having to pack stuff in and out, like maybe you're camping in the backwoods, but you're staying in one place, they make really cool um like pop-up outhouses now and they're like either little circles and kind of pop up like a cylinder around you or almost like a uh, pop-up hunting blind. And they're fairly lightweight. They're really simple to set up and, or like even like a kid's tent that goes in a playroom and they just kind of pull out from the corners. You can set those over your cat hole. Um, You know, you can set them over a bucket, something like that. And I, that would be really handy, especially like Christy, you said you were in a situation where there was mostly sand around you. There wasn't a lot of cover. There wasn't a lot of trees. So if privacy is your concern, that's definitely something that you could potentially look into. Um, I also saw recently in terms of camping, some video online, like a tutorial of someone basically cutting a hole in the bottom of an old camping chair and then lining the hole with um, like parts of an old pool noodle. And basically treating that like a toilet, you know, put a bucket underneath that chair, and then um, they draped a towel. It was like they were trying to show that you could make this for kids, and they draped a towel over the kid's lap. So it gives you a little privacy and a little comfort there, too. But I might look into those uh, those pop-up situations. That's pretty cool. Uh,
3: we used that um, somewhat like that when, when I was on Ca- was in Canada on a bear hunt, and we literally were on an island. Uh, for seven days and there was literally nothing but they made you know they made sure that they had an area for us to you know kind of made a portable bathroom like that and they they did use one of those type of tents Um, and then we had a portable shower and literally all they did was wrap a uh, uh, tarp around like three trees and had a small opening and then you could walk in there and go um, and take your shower things like that and but when you were talking about the the UTV and uh, um, with the with the bumper hitch, um, those are called a bumper dumper. So I thought that was funny, but yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, just a toilet lid. There you go, and set it up, and 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 you know those are nice, especially if you're going to be in one place for a long time. Those are those are great ideas.
0: I feel like the people that uh, name these outdoor bathroom products need to team up with the people that name nail polishes and just like really bring it home. <laughs>
1: We've mentioned a lot of products today, and if you guys are interested in buying one of these, purchasing one of these, any outdoor store like REI, Cabela's, Shields, any of those, or even Walmart, Target, Amazon, really just kind of do some digging either in-store, online, kind of figure out where they are. Everybody kind of sells them now. They're a pretty popular thing. So go to your favorite stores, kind of look around and see what you can find.
0: Yeah. And listeners, be sure to jump on our Facebook page and let us know what your favorite products are. If you've had really good luck or success with one particular product, or if one didn't work out for you for any set reason, Um, be sure to jump on the page and let us know if you're willing to share that information. It would definitely help out our broader She Goes Outdoors family. And one thing I just want to leave people with is, you know, whatever
2: you choose, it's, it's a personal choice. So whether it's finding a hole, going for a walk and finding privacy, um, whatever you choose is okay and just make sure that you're cleaning um just don't hold it <laughs> that's a, that's the worst thing right like we don't want any uh issues later on so um look into there's some like really amazing merino wool underwear that you can that you can wash every night um there's different like shower wipes or baby wipes that you can use you know whatever you need to do that you can you can kind of clean yourself um and so you feel fresh and ready to go the next day that that's really the end of it is um is is doing what you need to do so you can get out enjoy these amazing places um the reason that you're digging a cat hole is there's probably some sort of amazing view that you're looking at right because no one else is there um you're you're in your blind and you have the opportunity to see some wildlife that most people don't see so whatever takes you to that spot where there aren't there is no you know indoor plumbing um the trip's worth it but don't sell yourself short because of you know nature right you have to do it so uh so get out there and enjoy yourselves and and we look forward to kind of hearing some of your stories because uh that's that's the fun of this podcast is to really hear from our listeners and to to learn from you all um we have great guests like christy that that come in with some amazing knowledge but um learning from our from our listeners is, is really makes it that much more enjoyable so
0: all right, Christy, any remaining thoughts or
3: products or recommendations you want to share with our fam? No, no nothing other than I had already shared. Um, just uh, d- the biggest thing is, is don't let those issues stop you from going outdoors.
0: Awesome. That's great advice.
1: Kayla, anything else you have for our listeners? I don't. It was a pleasure being back with you guys, and I always love listening to these podcasts when they come out. So, um, yeah, I'm excited.
0: Awesome. Well, Kayla, thanks for jumping on with us today. I know Julia couldn't make it because she had something come up. And I think our listeners know this already, but Kayla is part of our She Goes Outdoors podcast team anyway. A lot of times she's behind the scene doing the technical work. So shout out to you, Kayla, for all that you do and your flexibility and being willing to join us today. It was awesome to hear your voice Um, to our listeners like you heard today get outdoors try these new products let us know what you think Um, be sure to post and share on the facebook page uh no pictures please unless it's pictures of unused products (laughs) i appreciate that um and yeah we just look forward to seeing you outdoors